So hi, welcome to Hypothetically Intentional, where we ask the question, what if we were intentional with everything we do? Or what if we are intentional with everything we do? Wait, what's the grammatically correct? I said that different than sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. It's, it's you know, you can ask a different question. I can ask a different question every day. So for today, my intention is to be respectful of my eldest son. <laughs> I like this one. While I, uh, while I bring forward some poetry from his childhood oh that boy. he gave me, that he oh gave me permission when he was a child. Um, I and gave you permission to share this on the internet? You did. The internet wasn't around when I was a child, pretty sure. Well, you might have been older and I found it. And <laughs> I, I just know I asked because I put it in the post. <laughs> okay. okay? Uh, posted <laughs> with his permission. I have that on the post. So I clearly asked. So mm -hmm. anyway, if we start to unpack this and you're like, nope, well, we'll just- Did you know that it. consent can be revoked at any time? Yes, I do. <laughs> this is, I'm giving you that open door right now. <laughs> 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 okay, can we can we read can I read you one of your your sense poem and we can talk about it? Okay. Is that all right? Yes. yes. Okay, because there's a few here, but this one's kind of cool. Sense poem, anger. Anger feels like fire and ice blended so smoothly you can't feel the difference. <laughs> you are so descriptive, I just have to say. Anger when did I write this? Huh? When did I write this? Oh, I have gosh. no memory of this. Um, I feel like you're in elementary school, honestly. Okay. That would make sense. I don't remember anything from elementary school. Yeah. All right. So then it's then it says anger smells like spoiled horseradish, but more intense, shoving itself into your nostrils and taking control of you as your conscious watches helplessly on the sidelines. Oh wow. That's intense. Then it says an anger angry ten year old, I guess. No, I know. I'm not going to lie. I read this one and I think, oh, that's I I failed my child. He's <laughs> angry. And then I'm like, nope, this is not about me. Stop it, Michelle. Like, that's where I go with it. That's where my brain goes. Um, mm -hmm. And yet I was your mother and you were in elementary school. So on some level, it is at least a little bit. I'm part of the problem if there is one. But I don't actually don't think there fine. is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, so you can blame dad. It's fine. <laughs> Anger looks like a possessing demon looming towards you and filling you with a desire to hurt someone back. Anger tastes bitter yet and incredibly spicy until it is fulfilled and tastes sweet for a moment before the full dawn of realization of what you have done sets upon you. Anger is the rushing sound in your ears and the call of Satan to harm another. Oh, wow. That was like a really intense poem about anger. I feel like yeah. your teacher probably said... Find an emotion uh, and write about it. And you're like, well, this is the only one I can dig into. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and then here, so now that we have a haiku, do you want to unpack the anger one more? I, I mean, I, we can if you would like. I don't know that I have much to say about it. I, I think 10-year-old uh, me really covered it perfectly. So. I really do, too. <laughs> I mean, it was intense. That was Except a lot. Spoiled horse, I, horseradish, first of all, I don't think it can spoil because like, what's going to live in a horseradish? And I feel second like... of all, <laughs> it smells good. <laughs> I feel like when horseradish spoils, it gets less intense. So it wouldn't actually go up your nostrils. Like when it's new, that's when it goes up your nostrils and gets intense and spicy and hurtful. Like, have you ever choked on horseradish? Like when it yeah, goes up I your nose so. and you can't yeah. breathe, it's like, mm -hmm. it like overtakes you and you're just, it's bad. That's yeah. fair. 
I just think your words in that poem were ridiculously descriptive and like kind of just nailed it. Like anger does feel that way. So nice job. <laughs> now we have a haiku called rain. The tears of the earth fall down from gray thunderclouds to restore all life. Hmm. I guess that, that sounds about right. I kind of see that's what happens beautiful. when it rains. I kind of think it's beautiful. I like it. Yeah. I don't know how to say this word. Which word? Sinquain. Sinquain. C-I-N-Q-U-A-I-N. I feel like I'm really butchering that word. Like it's I actually... have no idea what that word means. Well, is that a real is, word? Here is your poem about it. It says sunset, beautiful, calm. Oh, it's a type settling. of poem. Okay, that's why yeah. it is. But is that how you okay. say it? Sinquain? Uh, I'm going to say yes, uh, because we get to decide how we say it. Okay. Well, this is how we're saying it today. Uh, mm -hmm. Sunset, beautiful, calm. I think it's Sincane. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Sincane? I think so, but that I'm not certain. I was going with quack, qua. I'll, I'll accept responsibility because nobody can like angrily comment at me about how to pronounce it. I mean, if they yeah. do, we can give them a jar of horseradish. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> make sure it's spoiled yeah. oh okay so that one says uh sunset beautiful calm settling in for the night awesome to see ending the day dusk this one i feel like doesn't stand up to the other ones yeah i feel like the other ones are better then we have the bio the bio um poem would you like to hear that one the bio poem yeah it's a poem like about jacob Oh, biography. I was like, biology? It's a weird thing to write poetry about. But Do you want to hear what you thought of yourself in elementary school? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to skip sure. this? No, skip it's okay. It? Okay. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Jacob, smart, funny, kind, awesome. Brother of Andrew, <laughs> lover of family, friends, and meat. Who feels somewhat proud, excited for summer, and ready for middle school. Who needs food, water, and oxygen? <laughs> who fears yeah. who fears getting bad grades, eternal torture, and puberty? Who gives his brother grief, his two cents, and humor? Who would like to see the Grand Canyon, God, and a breakdancing chimp? Resident of Minnesota, and then your last name, which I don't know if you want mm -hmm. that out there, so I'm not putting it out there. Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, and hmm. then we have a, then we have the first a half was right. Like I would, I would crush middle school. I feel like. Yeah, I do feel like that's true. <laughs> but I don't know that the rest of it is all still true. But and then okay. our, our last one is a limerick. Would you like to hear it? Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> there once was a very old hag who wore wrapped around her head a rag. The rag was so tight that when horrible night Pop went to the head on the hag. <laughs> Did I rhyme hag with hag? That's you a know, rookie mistake, but that's okay. You, you rhymed rag with hag. And then hag with rag. Yeah, it was end. hag, rag, hag. Yeah, that's hag okay. Tight, tight and can't, night. Can't judge 10-year-old me too harshly for that one. <laughs> Especially because it was a hilarious limerick. Right, it really was a hilarious limerick. You're very clever. You've always been clever and punny. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So those are your those are your elementary school poetries. 
do you still write? I guess I have that question. No. Uh, I mean, I don't write poetry, certainly. I, I only did because I had to for school. Yeah. I didn't really, it wasn't necessarily my jam. Yeah. Um, I, I like write in the sense of we play D&D every week and I run that and I have to write for that sometimes, but only a little bit. Like it's more, that's more improvisational, I would say. Every once in a while, there'll be some like actual typed up text, but for the most time, for the most part, not really. Not really a writing thing for you? Yeah, not exactly. Okay. I did take a creative writing class in college. That was kind of fun, but it's not like something that I'm interested in pursuing very far. So yeah. Stick to your bartending and your cooking. Well, maybe not bartending, (laughs) but cocktail concocting Mm -hmm. (laughs) and cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And honing your magic skills. Yes, that as well. Your magic and my magic are two very different things. That's what Andrew and I said when we were talking about magic too. I was like, where logic meets magic, it's one of my favorite things. And he's like, mm-hmm. I like magic too, but it's not that kind of magic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that is that? like kind of, what was that? Go ahead, finish your sentence. I was going to say, it kind of, it, it maybe sounds a little bit silly, but that is something that I feel like has taught me a lot about the rest of life. I don't know. I don't Playing feel like it's silly. I kind of want to unpack it a little. Like, it, so this, I, I mean, I've never played it, but I'm assuming it's a game where you, I mean, can you tell me a little bit about it? Like, how, how yeah, is it, I mean, what has it taught you about life? Oh, uh, I mean, we, we touched on it a little bit before. Like, one of the th- biggest things is like, uh you 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 know in the game and in life you like make plays you like take actions that you're hoping will lead to over to your outcome right um and two of the biggest things are like just because something worked out doesn't mean it was the right thing to do and just because something didn't work out doesn't mean it wasn't the right thing to do ah (laughs) those are two of the the biggest things that like i don't know I think about a lot. Um, like you have to really evaluate, like if you want to get better at either, at anything really, like you have to evaluate, not just like, did this work out, right? That's very results oriented, but like, was it a good choice? You know? That actually feels like twofold. Like just, I'm th- I'm I'm put, dropping it into like the choose yourself stuff, but it feels mm-hmm. like self-compassion and discernment. Like, mm-hmm. And an awareness that's there that's like like those things together are so valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and I don't know, just it, it's helped me a lot in, in a lot of different things. So that's so cool. Another thing that this is like a little bit different, or it's a lot different, but it's something that has been a more recent focus is like when I would play at like big tournaments, right? And Sometimes like your opponent is like clearly really good and like plays really fast, right? And I would be uncomfortable just kind of sitting there and making them wait while I thought about like a difficult turn. Um, and, or like there was another instance where like somebody, I, I like made a play and somebody tried to like screw with their cards and concede because they thought they were dead, right? They thought I had the, I had like some combo that was going to kill them. And I was like, no, I don't have the other piece of the combo. I'm a great guy, right? But we were playing at like a high level tournament. I, would, I was absolutely supposed to just let them go, okay you know, just say, okay. And like, let them concede to me. Um, and these are both instances where I've like been a little bit too 
I guess, accommodating at the expense of my win percentage in the tournament in this case, but in life that happens as well with me. Like I will try to like, I guess, be very, uh, I, don't, I don't know, like giving too much sometimes it doesn't happen too often, but like, it's, it's a thing that can happen that I've been very prone to in the past. And like, I've, I've literally practiced this. Like I've sat across from somebody who I know is very good at the game store that I play at and been like, can you just like play fast, play normal. And I'm going to sit here and think for like three minutes and I need to sit here and like be uncomfortable with that so that I can do it when I have to. That's um, amazing. But yeah. I don't know, just being comfortable with making other people uncomfortable, I guess, or inconveniencing other people, I suppose, when it's yeah. necessary. Not like well, I go out of my way to do it. That, that Yeah, that can be strategic and it can simply be authentic to what you need in that moment. And yeah, not, I mean, that, not that's the, the part of it. Like, it's not, I'm not trying to like angle shoot people in tournaments. I'm just trying to like take the time I need to think and like in life trying to take, you know, what I need to whatever it is I need to do right so yeah pause pause is good and it makes people uncomfortable but it's really oh, it's I thought you were telling me to pause yourself. well I'm telling you you are pausing <laughs> oh yes it does yeah and it makes other people uncomfortable but if it's what you need then we need to be willing mm -hmm. to do that and I think it's funny it's like Andrew said that well I think I said that about Andrew I don't think he said it about himself but you <laughs> said it about yourself in, in that like sometimes you have a tendency to overgive at the expense of yourself and like mm -hmm. That is how I live for the first dang, you know, 40 years of my life or 30 at least. Um, well, it sounds like a humble brag, right? Like it sounds like I'm saying, oh, I'm so generous and nice that I am like, oh, I don't know, see it that at the expense way. of myself. And it's it's not like it's a it's a bad thing. <laughs> like I'm yeah, not open as much as I could be. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it as like a brag at all. I see it as right. like a I'm beating myself up because I made these choices that I mean, if I want to put it to what we talked about at the last, you know, in the first podcast that we did together, you and I, it's, it's mm -hmm. the, you know, I lived at the expense of myself and my children because I wasn't filling my cup. So I couldn't show up for you fully, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's mm -hmm. when I say I live at the expense of myself, it's not about me. It's about the right. people in my life that like, were the, were the were the repercussions of like they they experienced the negative you know ramifications mm -hmm. of me not showing up for mm -hmm. myself or me showing up at the expense of myself is not at all about me it's about like it made me right. a worse mom <laughs> you know it made me not mm -hmm. as not living at my highest potential as a mom at that time you know so yeah that's yeah and that's where I go when I say those yeah. words but I understand maybe not everybody else does <laughs> yeah <laughs> makes sense yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's similar to what I've experienced as well. And I think, yeah, as to bring it full circle, like as silly as it sounds, like I think playing competitive magic has helped in some ways. Yeah. Which is weird. But, but and to bring it full circle, the, there was a tournament a couple of, a few weeks ago, a, a really big one. Um, in my last match of the day, I, um, I was in a, a close game three, you play three game matches, right? I drew my card for turn. It was like a card that let me destroy two artifacts, right? And my opponent had a bunch in play and I needed to really figure out which were the ones that I needed to get rid of. Because um, I, I, that was my game to win, right? Like I drew that card that was really good, but I could have easily just like blown up the wrong things and lost the game. And I almost did. I was like, I held the card and I was like, okay, those two, that seems good enough. And I was like, wait, remember what I practiced last week? I'm going to sit here, I'm going to really think about this. And then I, I figured out what I needed to do instead of like the initial play that I thought of. And 
uh, I won the game. That's awesome. I'm I'm throwing a little bit of like probably hanging out with Dan for too long in this. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you should like lean in and look them in the eye mm. when you're in the silence and thinking and just, you know, be <laughs> in their head. <laughs> no. <laughs> just kidding. That doesn't seem like the move. <laughs> <laughs> just totally kidding. Uh, that's funny. Hi, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I know he listens. Right. I know he's one of our biggest listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Good. Okay. okay. Well, got feeling some good. Extra, thank you. extra content there. <laughs> thank <laughs> you for spending time. Yes, with thank me you today. for inviting I me. Very much appreciate you, and I I hope you can come back again another yeah, time. Hopefully. Uh, next time you come back, if you want to bring an article, okay, we can we can do that and do the official. Yeah. Now that you've been introduced and we got to know you a little. Mm-hmm. Or we at least got to know your elementary school self. No, I'm just kidding. We got yeah. to know you. We, you, you're very open <laughs> and gracious. In there somewhere. Thank you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you as well. I'm gonna Great. go get lunch. Awesome. Okay. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We appreciate you being here. Yes. Find us online. Bye, everybody. Like, subscribe. Bye, legions of fans. Bye. <laughs> Be you every day. <laughs>